What's up, Cuzzies? This is Coaster Bro. Before we jump into this episode with KY Coaster Club, just want to let you know the audio, a little bit crackly on this one. I want to apologize for it in advance. Uh, you still hear everything. It's still good, but um, just a little bit lower quality for you. But really thankful that Brian came on the show. So I think you're really going to like this episode. Check it out. Welcome, everybody, to the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. This is Coaster Bro. And uh, we've got no theme park stud this week. He's been um, out for Thanksgiving, not able to record with us tonight. So I have a special guest to introduce. And today's guest is a guy who has probably been to more parks in 2020 than you have in your entire life. He's spent over, or he's been to over 100 parks, has ridden over 550 roller coasters, almost. And chances are uh, his adorable daughter has a bigger coaster count than you do. Welcome to the show, the man behind KY Coaster Club, Brian. What's up, man? How you doing, man? Woo! That was an electric intro right there. That's what I'm here for, man. I'm excited to have you on the show today, and I appreciate you coming on. I've been trying to get you on the show for for a couple of months now, and every time we go to record, I see that you're out of town or at another park, so I uh, was checking out. I'm- <laughs> happy to finally get on here yeah it feels like i'm gone every weekend yeah and you were going to be gone this weekend too but is there a hurricane or something going on uh i was going up to new jersey to finally ride sandy's blasting bronco and Ah. of course being intimate it's having troubles so that shows how much i watched the news Uh, i thought it was like hurricane sandy was coming that was a long time (sighs) probably not a second hurricane sandy sandy's bronco is down that stinks man have you been trying to get that credit for a while uh, yeah, um, since the park opened, I mean, uh, I've been waiting on it to open. I've been trying to get it now since it reopened after COVID for about the last two months. It looks uh, like- I had to go up there maybe three weeks ago, and Slime Streak was closed. And uh, it was for Bean's birthday, so we had to cancel that immediately. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor Bean. That's a that's a tough, uh, a tough thing to happen on birthday week. <laughs> yeah, so we ended up going to... Uh, I think it was uh, Knobles and Playland that weekend instead. Not a bad detour, I would say. Now, Bean, for, for the for the people that don't know you, uh, you're, you're you're really popular on like Instagram, and and you've got a great YouTube channel, and and Bean is like constantly in these posts. Is, is Bean your daughter? Uh, yeah, she's my uh, now six year old daughter, uh, coaster enthusiast. She's been going along with me since about three years old. Uh, we got her started on Howler at Holiday World, and since then, she's kind of shared the passion with me. That is adorable. So she, has she ever been, like, afraid to ride roller coasters with you, or was, like, has she just been, like, a, a thrill seeker from from uh, Holiday World on? Uh, she, she, she'll have moments of nervousness. Uh, she saw the spike on Switchback, at ZDT Switchback, and got a little nervous. Uh, we were at Busch Gardens, uh, Tampa Bay, and she did Scorpion and saw the inversion and got a little nervous for that, but... When she gets on it and powers through, she's just ready to go for anything else. That is great. Now, she has a, a big coaster count herself. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's gotten a juiced over the last couple of years. Bunch of kitty coasters. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. And I'm sure she helps you get some of those kitty coaster credits as well. Oh, yeah. That's what I always joke about. If you need those <laughs> kitty coasters, you want to pump up that credit count, have a child. It's <laughs> a great way to do it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So you've been... I don't, I don't know that you're gone every weekend, but it, it seems like it is. Like, it seems like on your weekends, you, you go to parks pr- 
pretty regularly. Is that kind of the case? Uh, yeah, j- just about every weekend. Uh, we had a streak going uh, last year into this year before COVID of 34 straight weekends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. That's like, I, I think that's a, that's a bigger streak than I've ever had. I'm impressed. So you're like, you are into this hobby and I'm sure you grabbed quite a few credits this year or do you repeat parks? Do you just go to the same parks over and over again? Is this like, do you usually go every weekend? Uh, I try uh, about every weekend, unless there's something else going on in life. That's where I like to be. It's kind of like a second home to me being at a park. Grabbed about 140 credits this year. I want to say started a little over 400, but a lot of repeat parks for sure. That is impressive. I, I think my, I bragged once about getting over a hundred in a summer and that's when I relocated to Atlanta and had just a bunch of new parks I hadn't gone to. So that's impressive, man. You are into it and I love it. <laughs> now, yeah, uh, uh, Oh, go ahead. I, didn't, I was drunk about, I needed a hobby. So back in 2018, found a hobby and just didn't stop. <laughs> that's awesome, man. All right. So you've been, I mean, 34 weekends in a row to parks. What What are some of your like, uh, favorite parks you've been to this year or favorite trips that you've taken uh we got a chance to do uh california back in february right before everything hit the fan and that was my first time being out in california so that was that was really awesome um and then there was after covid once things finally started to open up we did lagoon and silverwood that was my first time being up in the northwest so seeing not just the parks but the nature and all the national parks up there is really incredible. It is so pretty. I was I was surprised on my first visit to Silverwood and and to um to Lagoon, which were both very recent for me. Like how pretty it is just driving through, driving around. Especially Utah surprised me at how pretty it is. Yeah, I I always had this like generalized idea that the Northwest was just flat farmland and then I got out there and it was just hills and all this foliage and incredible drive. Heck yeah, man. Now you said you went to California as well, right? Uh, yes. Did you go to like SoCal? Were you up in the Bay Area? Did you do all of California? Uh, we started at Discovery Kingdom and worked our way down uh, Highway 1 down to SeaWorld San Diego. Oh, you did all of California? Yeah, so everything except for uh, California's Great America because the California Park with an off-season for some reason. Ah, that is true. They need to just go year-round there. Pull the trigger exactly. on that. <laughs> George is talking about going year round. Can we get year round in California? I think so. I think they've got to be the next to go after Georgia. Georgia, like, I think it actually makes more sense in, in San Francisco than it does Georgia. Because Georgia gets exactly. like icy and stuff. Like in, uh, in, in January and February. So if they can do it, they can do it up in, in San Francisco. Yeah. There's, there's no excuse. We got to get, the, <laughs> we got to get Royal Blazer and Gold Striker up in year round. <laughs> I need those credits. Now, dude, you just, this is kind of a weird thing to bring up, but I saw that you recently got a camera. So I've been following you on Instagram for a long time. And I was like, this dude takes awesome photos. And then uh, I like DM'd you once and I asked like, what kind of camera you use? And you're like, uh, just an iPhone. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this guy's like, he can really shoot with an iPhone. And I think this is kind of the creepy part. I think I saw a picture of you on somebody else's Instagram that you had like a new camera you're using? Are you like yeah. photography? Sorry, what was that? Oh, are you like getting into photography? 
Um, I'm starting to try my hand in it. Uh, I got a camera for Hollywood Nights. Um, so on maybe my third park trip with it. So okay. I've just been sitting at home since, but I'm trying my hand at it. <laughs> That's awesome. And you also do, I watched one of your YouTube vlogs uh, before the show started. I watched the, um, oh, where's the one with Merlin's Mayhem? What park is that? Oh, Dutch Wonderland. Yeah, Dutch Wonderland. I watched that vlog. And it's like, you vlog quite a bit too as well, don't you? Uh, yeah, uh, kind of taking a break from it recently. But uh, we, I vlog just about every trip that we go on. That's awesome, man. Where, where, can, they, uh, where can we find you on Instagram and YouTube? Uh, Instagram, it's uh, KY Coaster Club, uh, all underscore. And then YouTube, uh, Kentucky Coaster Club, just how it sounds. Oh, nice. Love it. Yeah, make sure you guys go follow. He's got some good stuff out there. So, Brian, one thing that um, we talked about before bringing you on the show is I wanted to see if you had any, like, topics that you wanted to bring up and, and kind of talk about. And one thing that you said that I thought was really interesting was Florida being the biggest coaster tease. And um, do you want to kind of explain what you were going for here? Well, on, one thing I found true coming in, when I first became an enthusiast, there was so much into Florida, all these parks, you know, how dressed up they are, everything like that. And you get there and there's not really a true number one at any of these parks. Uh, we finally get with Iron Gwazi and Velocicoaster, these new number ones. And especially with Iron Gwazi the most, we were thinking it would be ready maybe this summer. And now we're waiting on a POV until winter. <laughs> Icebreaker, it's the same thing. They're hyping up a animated POV. <laughs> You can't even get a real POV. It's so funny that animated POV is like, I thought I had already seen it on YouTube, but then I realized that was like a fan rendering, like in March. Yeah, they gave us like two seconds in the announcement video and that was it. Oh my gosh. But when you think about it, you've got, so you've got, I'm trying to think of all the parks there that have coasters coming. So you have, you have Iron Gwazi coming at um, Bush Gardens. You have SeaWorld Orlando with Icebreaker. And then, shoot, Universal has. Yeah, Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster. Uh, Disney's got uh, Tron and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And then I think Fun Spot is still retracking parts of White Lightning with that new Wildless track as well. It's like I haven't been to Orlando's. um, Like, I didn't, I have still haven't rode um, the Slinky Dog Dash. So like yeah, I'm go, still missing that as well. It's like when we go back, it's going to be – it's almost like going to Orlando for the first time again. Like we're going to have to go to all these parks <laughs> to get these credits. Every single park has a new credit. It's amazing. Like almost every one. Like I think Animal Kingdom is – what they took one away, I guess. Two away. Rest in peace, Primeval World. Oh, rest in pieces. I hope it doesn't go anywhere. They, they can bury it right there if they, if they want to but fun spot atlanta buys it what a fun spot well i guess they could literally buy it and just put it in two different parks i think if they wanted to that'd be a lot of spinning coasters but that would make a lot of sense oh man atlanta really needs something bad yeah they and they have that fun spot atlanta park has so much room they can expand in yeah, that's the thing. It. The other two are landlocked, 
and then that one's just got nothing but open room around it. Yeah. I think they actually, before COVID, had huge plans there, by the way. I, I knew a guy who knew a guy. And uh, Fun Spot always has these big plans that never never come through, though. So I don't, I don't know how true it was. But, man, what – care to elaborate on those plans <laughs> well i just some... know i just know that well uh, i think it was a couple years ago the the fun the orlando park had plans for like a sky ride to go across um kind of where they put like that new parking lot or newish parking lot across the street I, I thought they were going to put in some more rides over there but then it, like never happened and i'm talking about like five years ago this is a thing but Atlanta, they never like announced anything, but it sounded like they had some. I, I don't know how how true it was, and I don't know like specifics, but all that land that is just kind of behind the building and out towards the parking lot of that Atlanta park was um, they were getting ready to to really expand there. I think I was waiting on them to call Gravity Group or GCI and get type of funky Woody going down there. I think that's the move because, uh, I mean, Six Flags over Georgia, they just have one Woody that is not anything like a GCI or gravity groups. Like Atlanta needs it. Yeah, they don't – now that I mention it, I mean, they've got Cheetah, but, like, when does that thing run? Yeah. I mean, when I when I visited that park, there was maintenance guys at the Helix, just, like, the whole team was out there just pounding away and replacing wood on it wasn't open when I was there so yeah that's like me. a four-hour drive too so yeah that's not even regional yeah right. great American green machine they've they've retracted that I mean, that's a classic woody though like you said yeah so I think they need to they need to go for it that'd be a good move but yeah, if you get like mind blower there yeah yeah I'm, I'm team GCI though I know you're more oh, of a mind blower guy GCI I've, I've got a lean on them. <laughs> You're a big gravity group guy, I know. Yeah, big gravity group guy. <laughs> gravity group. Uh, but, okay, so going back to Florida, what are, like, your, your biggest hyped coasters there? Like, if you had top five co- – I'm just – this is just off the top of our head, but top five coasters – no, it had to be in order – that um, are coming to Florida that you haven't ridden. Like, what are you most hyped for? Um, probably Tron, honestly. Like every, everybody is talking about Iron Gwazi and Velocicoaster and how insane those are gonna be. I, I want to see Tron. I want that immersive uh light package, in cage, everything like that. I do which park has it overseas? I'm trying to remember. Is it is I think it it's uh yeah, Shanghai. But the video of that is like just seeing the, the cars go through that open area with like that I don't know, overhang tent thing, whatever you call it. And like the lights in there, it's just, it's wildly, it's so pretty. It, it looks beyond immersive too. Like ha- that's why I loved about Hagrid's was it was such an immersive ride. Are you team like Hagrid's is awesome? Are you on I'm that team side? Okay. You're team what? I'm team Hag. I never got a chance to ride Dueling Dragons. So uh. yeah. So I don't get really, I'm more biased, I guess. But <laughs> like- I definitely enjoyed Hagrid's. Hey, this 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 roller coaster that's here is awesome, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I do uh, look at the price tag for Hagrid's three hundred and thirty million dollars, and I think, wow, that's like 
12 Furies. <laughs> Can you imagine just like, let's just put in 12 Furies and just make them race somehow. Yeah, let's just race 12 Gigas right here instead <laughs> of this elaborately themed. That's what they should have done instead of uh, Rip Ride Rocket. Just right in the middle of the park, just put some Gigas. Yeah, Gigas with like 10 different block sections. Yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> Probably more reliable too. All right. So on Instagram, you've been posting um, in your stories, like I think you posted your top 50 coasters. And um, I loved them. I thought you had some really good ones in there. And like some of the ones that you had in your top 10 were like surprising, but awesome. So I, I just want to talk about your top 10. And uh, if you just want to go through them uh, from, from 10 to one, your top 10 coasters, and then people will probably either hate you or love you after this. I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of hate. I'm ready for it. Though. Did you get a lot of DMS about it? Um, yeah, not not as few, not as many negative as I thought I would. It was uh, there was a lot of positivity. Surprisingly. All right, so we'll keep it positive here because I liked it. So, what do you got, man? Do you got your top ten in front of you? Yeah, I've got it ready for you. Ready? Let's do it. All right, number ten, we've got Outlaw Run. Ooh, number nine, Monster. Ride. Monster up at uh, Adventureland. Nice. Gersody. Uh, number eight, Time Traveler. Also at Silver Dollar City. You love Time Traveler. I absolutely love that thing. So They're, unique. I am so surprised. So when I I live in Missouri, and when I saw that this was the ride that was going into Silver Dollar City, I thought it was going to be like a like a, a bad ride. I thought it was going to be bad. I thought it was going to be like too nauseating. I didn't see the appeal. But then like when I stepped off of that ride for the first time, I was so surprised by it that I was like. I don't even know if I can properly place it yet because I've only gotten one ride on it. and But it blew me away. Did you get like a bunch of rides on this thing when you went to Silver Dollar City? Yeah, uh, Silver Dollar City, I'm a very avid goer. That absolutely love that park. So I mean, six times since they've opened it. So I've wow. got probably 75 rides in on it. Do you have like a favorite seat? Uh, back left seat for sure. Okay. You drop out of that station, there's just no other drop. Like it, it, it feels like the floor has just been ripped from under you, free falling on your face the entire way down. Oh, wow. Okay. I got to get that back left to try because I'm still sorting through it. And to see it in your top 10, that's a statement, I think. Because like most people, I think a lot of people sleep on it. It's a top eight. I respect. <laughs> I think a lot of people sleep on, uh, Silver Dollar City in general, like Powder Keg. Nobody talks about Powder Keg, and that thing is so good. It's it's personally my second favorite part uh, right at that park. Like you're you're launched into an airtime hill. It's amazing. Yeah, and you just launched off the side of a mountain. Like, yeah, where else can you get that? Yeah, and people don't talk about it. They're just like, yeah, the Outlaw Run. Which, by the way, top ten on both yours and my list. Well, yeah, Outlaw Run is just as phenomenal. But yeah. when I look at it, like ground up RMC, or I mean, uh, what is it? Top of track RMC, which there are others in the world and in the country, or this one of a kind mock spinning coaster that we're just now getting another model and it's all the way on the other side of the world. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> all right. What's your number seven? Uh, going up to Pennsylvania for this one, Ravine Flyer 2. Yes. Gravity Group. That's my favorite gravity group coaster. 
my personal. I know it's not your favorite, but it's that. Why is that ride so good? It shouldn't be. No, and the the view is another thing. It's not just the ride. The view is spectacular. Nobody talks about it. You get on the top of that that lift hill. You look to your left, and you're like, "Oh my god!" I think it's better than any. I might get heat for this one, but I think the view is better than any Cedar Point coaster view. Oh, without a doubt, especially at sunset. You get up there at a nice sunset ride. Oh. I'll take that over Millennium Forces half view of Canada any day. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I will say, like, uh, that part take cares of that of that roller coaster. Like they replace the wood every year on that thing. It runs like it's new. Yeah, I rode it this year and I was like, Oh, it's running, you know, really smooth. And then I find out they're replacing it like half of it. And I'm like, they didn't need retract whatsoever. <laughs> they didn't need it. They just take care of it. I, I'm just, I just wish all gravity groups were taken care of like that, because then I think, I think we're talking about like gravity group could be the how people rank their RMCs. You know, you know, like people's top ten. There's like RMCs just littered throughout it. Yeah, like, yeah. Everybody's like Steel Vengeance, LR Run. Yeah, but if just like if parks just maintain their gravity groups. Like they'd run the table. Yeah, if we could just get more gravity groups, it's always GCIs. It is. It really is. All right, so we're on to number six. Yeah, this is one that not I don't think a lot of people have uh, really given time to check out, but Rampage at Alabama Splash. I respect it. I, I've gotten the oh, chance to ride it. I, I took you have or haven't? I have. I had a. I just took like a day trip one day. Cause I lived in Atlanta and like it was an hour and a half drive. So I just went over there, got the credit on the kitty coaster, rode rampage <laughs> a couple times. And it was really surprising. I didn't, I thought it was going to be rough and like not great, but man, it's a, uh, there's a reason they, they put the money in on that coaster and, and kept it going. I think, cause it's, it's outstanding. Yeah, it's got some rough spots, but it, it goes on forever, and the sustained airtime is insane. Yeah. All right, so uh, on to the top five. Brian's top five coasters. We don't have any music. Impromptu music. All right, we've got the coaster famous for trying to decapitate you. That's Sky Rush at Hershey Park. People are either gonna love it or hate it. It is the biggest love hate ride. I'm not like I don't think there's a bigger division. I don't think anybody's in the middle. It's either that was awesome or that was that hurt my thighs. And it's was, so love hate that Hershey Park built another 200 foot hyper coaster because they can get away with it. Option. I'm glad you're on the team that likes it though, because I actually I loved it when I rode it for the first time. I. I wasn't a huge fan the first time I wrote it. Yeah. And then once I kind of learned how to work with the restraints, I was like, oh, this thing's incredible. It, it feels like it's trying to kill you. Yeah, it, uh, there's no, no way to weed around the bush. <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels like it's trying to rip you in half. I think my one ride I got on it was an out, outside seat uh, in the back. And it was like, there's not many coasters that I, I held on like, oh, I hope this restraint works because <laughs> this, this airtime is... And this is before I'd ridden an RMC. It's been a few years since I've been on it. But, man, it was so good. Yeah, even now with, like, over 100 rides on it, I'll still hold on to the restraints, <laughs> especially on that first drop. Yeah. 
I, I wish that's a, I kind of wish Intamin would make more models like that. In the US. Yeah, I think there's a few of them over in Asia, but we've only got the one over here. Yeah. So go to Hershey Park and ride it, everybody. It's fantastic. Yeah. And thank them personally. Tell them that they didn't make a mistake. <laughs> That's right. Tell them the restraints are good. Yes. People just need to toughen up their thighs. All drink right. a Hershey Park shake and then go or drink a King Size <laughs> and then go marathon it. I bet the I bet the vomit at uh, at Hershey Park is different. I'd love to vomit. see the numbers on that. If, like per capita, how much more vomit is there at Hershey Park than any other? Yeah, because I just I remember like sometimes I had to clean vomit when I worked at like World of Fun and Park Operations and and it was never a chocolatey vomit. I feel like I feel like Hershey Park. There's a lot of that. A lot of thick chocolatey vomit. Yeah. King size shake. Yeah, you got a chocolate factory on site. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around it. You got to eat chocolate when you go. And the closest attraction to the King Size Shake stand is Sky Rush. Yeah. So it's like, well, do I want to ride something? I guess I'll try this one. We haven't rode it yet today. This big yellow one. It looks okay, right, Mom? That looks, that looks little, tame. Little Jimmy loses everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we on four? Uh, yeah, number four. Going down south, put on your cowboy hats, uh, Boardwalk Bullet. What? Another gravity group. Are you telling me that I need to go to Houston? You got to go to Houston. Or Galveston, I guess. Galveston. Yeah, Galveston. Man, so what? what's good about that ride? I haven't rode it. This is the one I haven't rode in your list. It's, uh, well, it's less than a mile acre of land uh, overall. And they pack in over 3,000 feet of track. It's just ridiculous pacing, ridiculous sustained air. It's, it's so The airtime is so sustained. And it, it shouldn't be because there's such small airtime hills. But between that and the view, it's such a phenomenal ride. Okay. I, I went down there earlier this year and got an all-day wristband and just sat on it 35 <laughs> times. Now, is that ride pretty intense? Uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's not too rough, but uh, pacing. It, it's just nonstop the entire ride. Is it very similar to Mind Blower? It's uh yeah, very similar. Like a older Mind Blower without an inversion. Okay, that makes sense. And a beautiful view right on the ocean. Or I guess it's the Gulf. Is the Gulf technically the ocean though? I think so. I would I would I call I it the ocean. I've been corrected on that a few times though, so Oh. Maybe we're wrong. Interesting. All right, so we're on to the top three. Yes, next, uh, Hades 360 for all the cheeseheads up there near Wisconsin. You've got a phenomenal ride otherwise. Is, uh, man, you were one of the first to go to Wisconsin Dells this year, right? Like, Did you go like opening month? Yeah, I went actually went up there for uh, opening day. Say the first, I said opening day in the next two days after. Okay, that, that's when, like, that was the only park open after the quarantine, yeah. right? Yeah, it was literally the first park to open in the country. <laughs> I, I love that. That was one of my favorite moments of 2020 was just, like, everybody was like, we're going to Wisconsin Dells. Here we go. 
Yeah, seeing every enthusiast migrate up to Wisconsin like in the world. <laughs> and it was running well, huh? Uh, I think so. Um, some people had different opinions, but I, I thought it was running great. That return trip uh, back, it's so intense. The feeling of raw speed. Wow. So I need to give this another chance because I the last time I rode this was when Hades 360 became Hades 360. And the only good part was the roll. And then the rest of it was poorly maintained. Just it, it beat my ass. Like it was so unbearably rough. So it sounds like they put some money into it and really fixed it up. Or I'm just a big baby. And <laughs> the Mount Olympus uh, maintenance team, surprisingly enough, seems to have turned a corner. Uh, we rode Zeus for the first time since 2018. I just beating the shit out of me when I rode it in 2018. <laughs> they retracked a lot of it. And it was running really well this year. Wow. Okay. See, Pe- when I went, I think Pegasus was the only smooth ride. And that was confusing. <laughs> so it's like just weird to see how much – wooden roller coasters are weird like that, man. It's like they can be good one year and then just be really bad the next. It's so wild. I was going to say Pegasus is the only Woody there that I won't ride because of the flash effect into the brake run. I've seen that video. I don't know if you shot it or, but just like everybody's head jerked as they're going into the brake run. Yeah, there's like zero banking. <laughs> it's like, why did they do that? <sighs> All right. I have a weird feeling that Mind Blower is in your top two. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's coming up. It's it's next actually. Yeah. Okay. All right. So number two is Mindblower. Yeah. What do you like about Mindblower? It's a it's a lot of what I like about Boardwalk Bullet. It's uh just the pacing is ridiculous. It, it outshines. It's eighty three feet tall, two thousand three hundred feet of track, and it outshines coasters double triple its size, just with its ridiculous pacing, the ejector, and that inversion is so insane. It is a great. Not to mention, it's a fun spot where you can just, you know, relax and marathon that thing as much as you want. I think fun spot coasters, because White Lightning is is really up there for me. It's one of my favorite, like, wooden coasters. And I think the reason is the ability to just buy an all-day wristband and sit down and not be pressured out of your seat and just keep riding. It's such a beautiful thing. And it's such a fun atmosphere, too, just – so carefree the, the staff they'll give you about as much of a gap as you want to work with oh yeah <laughs> there's never a line nice all right so what is your number one my number one is going to be a lot more relatable than uh the rest of this list because i think just about everybody has it as their number one but it, it's voyage course i should have known yeah the gravity you're like do you know who airtime mike is I do, yeah. Are you guys like boys? Because I think you have the same coaster taste. Yeah, we 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 talk. Because <laughs> man, I've not. The only other person I've seen put so much gravity group in their top ten might be him. I don't know what his top ten is, but but you love gravity group. Yeah, me and uh, me and Logan without mind blower, uh, Logan one train ops. We share the same uh, top four. Uh, do you really mind blower. Nice. You're, yeah, you're making me realize, man. I got I have to give Gravity Group another chance because when I rode Voyage, I think it was the year after it opened, it was my number one coaster. And now I think it's about as overrated as El Toro. 
so I, th- I think there's been some maintenance in some of these rides and I had to go re- re-ride them now. Why do you do this to me? It, it's funny that you bring up El Toro too, because that's like my number 30 overall. It's your what? It's like my number 30 overall, which really? I get a lot. Of- Dude, I bury, this might make you hate me a little bit, but I actually bury both rides. Like, I think in my current coaster count, because I rank all my coasters for some reason, I think it's because, I don't know, I hate myself because it's it's a big task to, like, try to rank 400 and some coasters. Oh, yeah. I I thought about doing it this time, and I was like, maybe if I have three days and just really hate myself, I'll sit here and do it all. Yeah, it's – I don't recommend it for anyone, to be honest. But I actually have Voyage and El Toro like right next to each other at like 150. <laughs> really? Yeah. So the thing I don't like about either is just, well, El Toro, I've never rode El Toro and gotten off without a headache. And I don't know why that is. Like, it's just, I think both are just too intense to enjoy. But I, I did ride Voyage kind of in its rough years. So yeah, I, Voyage receiving ridiculous retrack work like every off season it feels like now yeah i think it needs it yeah How, well you run it without trims for a full weekend a year and then yeah. you wonder why it needs track work <laughs> that's that's a good point <laughs> so i but if i were to give some something a second chance i think i think voyage is has the best opportunity to become like a good ride to me because it is a good ride it goes out in the forest there's tunnels the airtime's great on it. The quick transition, the 90-degree turns. 24 seconds airtime, 6,000, yeah. somebody, all that good stuff. Yeah. So I respect it being the number one. It just makes me realize that I need to go ride it again. Yeah, you've got to get out to uh, Santa Claus World. I hear uh, I hear Hol- Hollywood Nights is popping. It, it's uh, a few enthusiasts go there. There's a, yeah. there's a little bit of a gathering. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, where did everybody come from? I didn't know this many people liked roller coasters. Do you think, was last year your first year, or do you go pretty regularly? Uh, yeah, last year was actually my first year going to Hollywood Nights. Okay. From, from get... what I heard, it was one of the better turnouts with yeah. COVID. That makes sense, because everybody's wanting to get out and do an event. I don't know. I may we... be there next year. I don't know. We battled a uh, hurricane and uh covid to do that this year yeah i mean i think if you went to hollywood nights you one of the strongest people in the coaster community you survived Especially the hurricane and COVID. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right now i have something to do here every every guest that comes on our show we sit them through the ejector seat where we ask everybody the same questions you go through and answer them so, are you ready for the ejector seat? I've done a little bit of research. I'm ready. All right. Then you know what's coming. Respect. All right. So, are you a fan or an enthusiast? Uh, I'm an enthusiast. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> thought? All right. What do you like about theme parks and amusement parks? Um, I, I love the coasters for sure, but really it's just the entire atmosphere. Like, the smell of the suntan lotion and the the sound of the, you know, all the carnival food, everything like that. Just the anticipation that comes as you pull up to the amusement park, the entire experience around it. Of course, I love being on a coaster, but 
It's got to be more than just coasters, right? Yeah. It does. All right. What's your favorite amusement park? Uh, Knobles. That's what's up, dude. I love Best place It's such a good park. I don't know why it's people just, sleep on it so much. The flats last forever. The cycles on the flats are ridiculously long. Phoenix and Twister are so good. The atmosphere is during Halloween, and it'll be your favorite place ever. I need that's like a goal of mine actually. Is I want I want to go during the fall to Knobles and just take that in, spend a weekend there. Oh, so much respect for you, Brian. So much respect. Ah, love Knobles. All right, tell us about your first ever roller coaster ride. Um. I got a little started a little bit late into the game, so I was seven. Uh, I went to Cedar Point with my mom and uh, dad for the first time. Grew up in Sandusky, uh, and the first thing I wanted to ride was that big red one, uh, <laughs> now known as Magnum. So we got on that. Uh, he puts me on the side without the catwalk, so I'm freaking my. Can I cuss on this? Is this? Oh yes, Absolutely. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just freaking the fuck out. <laughs> Outside without the catwalk, staring over at the beach, just thinking, how the hell did I get myself in a situation? And then we get off or do the cycle, everything like that. I'm having a blast. We get off, and it's my dad who's complaining of testicular pain and me wanting to ride again. <laughs> I don't have balls yet. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, at that point, a coaster enthusiast was born. That's awesome. So it was it was like a classic, like Cedar Point. You went straight for a hyper coaster. I'm impressed. Yeah, I walked in. Uh, we, my mom wanted me to get me on Raptor, and I was like, "No, I, I really like that big red." <laughs> I want the heights. Don't I don't want to flip yet. Did you end yeah. up riding Raptor that day though? What was that? End up uh, riding Raptor that day. Yeah, I, I did get around to Raptor once. Nice. Uh, once I got done with the Magnum Mini Marathon. Once you get over that initial fear, it's like you can take on anything for some reason. Exactly. You've just got to get one good scare in you, and then everything below that is acceptable. Yep. All right. We talked about your top three coasters. What were they again? Uh, it was Voyage, Mindblower, and Hades 360. Gravity Group fanboy. Gravity Man. Group fanboy. <laughs> All right. What are your top three non-roller coaster rides? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I'm Doesn't actually going to be in order. We see the Viking ships. I, I, I'm going to keep because I don't know the proper names of flat rides. The, the Viking ships, I love those. Are you just talking those like are... a standard, like, um, the swinging ship ride? Yeah, the swinging ship. Nice. Um, the Gerslauer Skyflies. I love doing those, flipping as much as humanly possible. <laughs> wow, you like that. Is that like the um, – I'm trying to think what that is. The Skyflies. It's like that. It's like the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at Marvel. Ah, yes. Yeah. I, um, I incorrectly just call those airplanes. <laughs> Theme Park said <laughs> my both, so we just call it the airplanes. Right? Those are so fun. I love those. I can't even flip, but just the idea of flipping makes me happy. Yeah, I've got a video of uh, me and my friend Adam at uh, the one that just opened up at uh, Playlands in New Jersey, and he, he did maybe 40, 50 flips. He's just going around the entire time. Just What's It's almost secret? nauseating watching it. What's the secret on this? Uh, you've got to hold one propeller 
each of them at different angles. Okay. One's got to be dramatically up and to the left, and the other one dramatically down and to the right. And you don't like try to switch them at all. You just. Uh, you switch initially, but once you get going, you don't switch. Okay, because then it just keeps going. Yeah. Wow. Intense. All right. So, what's your number one or your other top three? I don't know if you're going in order or not. No. Um, <laughs> wow. I really, I really should have thought on this one more. I don't know. Maybe the scenic train rides. I like those. Nice. So, like uh, going to Dollywood and getting on their train. Yeah. Or go to Silver Dollar City and hear the man in the woods give a show. There you go. Okay. I like that. I like, I like train people. They make me happy. All right. What is your biggest guilty pleasure at a park? Uh, marathon and the kitty coasters. There's no shame. <laughs> like, so you, I, 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 go, ahead. go ahead. I was laughing over here. So you, you have no issue with just like you get the credit, but you still rewrite the co- the coaster. Uh, if, if I enjoy the coaster, I'm going to sit on it and, and marathon it. Uh, like, nice. uh, let me see. What is it? Coaster Stories in Legoland in Florida. Uh, I rode that maybe 15 times with no shame. I respect that, man. I've, I've rewritten like true kitty coasters before and I've never regretted it. Like it's no, always it, fun. Yeah, it's always dumb fun. It's uh, a nice chase. Especially if you like make friends with the ride up. You're just like, yeah, I'm an was, adult riding a kitty coaster. What are you going to do about it? I want to go again. <laughs> there was a uh, SBF Visa at scene 75 in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, I got on that and the ride up was like, just go ahead and put your thumbs up whenever you want me to stop cycling. So <laughs> I sat on it for maybe 10 minutes straight. Just oh cycling. My gosh. <laughs> That's got to be the best SBF experience ever. Oh, it's definitely number one. <laughs> All right. And then the last question, what is your favorite memory from a park? Uh, it's gotta be, gotta be Hollywood nights this year. First ever one event, met so many different enthusiasts at it, rode with so many people for the first time. That's Big awesome. shout out to Airtime Mike for, uh, pushing that event as much as he does. Dude, I don't know how the park doesn't like pay him royalties for that. Yeah. We've got to <laughs> talk to Hollywood and we've got to talk to Popeyes because both of them owe him a lot of money. <laughs> That's true. Could you imagine if Holiday World put in a Popeyes? Oh my! And then Airtime Mike is just on the face of it. Yeah, he should just be the mascot. It'd be great. <laughs> just with his aviators. The new Michael, the Michael Phelps of Popeyes. Yeah. Oh, I love that guy, dude. All right. Well, you took on the ejector seat. Very good. I'm I'm proud of you. Those are some great answers. Um, why don't you go ahead and plug your stuff, man? Where where can we find you? Uh, we've got the Instagram, of course, KY Coaster Club. Uh, there's going to be a little logo of me and my daughter high-fiving, real cute. And then, uh, of course, Kentucky Coaster Club. Do vlogs there sometimes, kind of. They're mediocre. Maybe watch them if, if, you, if you like me. But like yeah, them. I'll watch them. <laughs> You'll watch them? Yeah. Well, we've got one listener or one watcher, one viewer. Viewer yeah. right there. That's me, man. All right. And then uh, for Coaster Cousins, you guys can find us um, on Instagram. We just hit our 1,000th follower. And uh, believe it or not, Airtime Mike, he won our little giveaway that we did on Instagram. So congrats to him. You'll see him. 
you know, if it's cold at Hollywood Nights, which it won't be, you might see him with that uh, Volcano Bay opening day jacket that he won. So congrats to him. And um, if you haven't checked out our Coffee with Coaster Bro show every Saturday morning at 9 Central, you should do it. We got a little community there. We get together, talk about the news, answer some questions, and just talk roller coasters. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we're also on Discord. If you want to join, shoot us a DM. It's a great time. We got all sorts of things that we talk about. We talk about food. We talk about roller coasters. We talk about Christmas. We talk about everything. So if you want to join that community, we've got a good group of people there. Just shoot us a DM. We'd love to add you to the conversation. And then you can also find us on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Pretty sweet stuff. Brian, I appreciate you coming on today. I appreciate you having me. It was nice to finally do this, finally have this conversation. I can't believe we caught you on a weekend. You're not at a park. It was amazing. <laughs> it was meant to be. And I'm just glad that you could come on and, and talk coasters with us. And um, shout out to, to Gravity Group, really. Yeah, shout out to Gravity Group for making the most uh, phenomenal ride experience there is out there. <laughs> That's what's up, man. We appreciate all you cuzzies for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Stay fly, Peace. America. Peace. Peace. <laughs>